Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Here's the thing. There's seven days in a week. And five out of the seven, if not more, you're, you're working. working. Yep. So why the frick would yeah. you ever choose to do something five out of the seven days out of the week that you don't like? Yeah. Just you to don't what, love. spend like, ooh, it's about to get juicy in here. Hey guys, welcome back to TK's Juicy Pod. I'm here with my bestie gal pal. (laughs) And I guess YouTuber, influencer, podcaster, businesswoman, Adrian Finch. Wow, hi. Thanks. That's an awesome intro. Yes, I'm Adrian (laughs) Finch. It's funny, I'm not used to being like podcaster, but now that I have a podcast, I'm a podcaster, caster of the pod. We just recorded a podcast for Adrian's. Pod. pod. I was going to say channel, but like her pod. <laughs> yes. And you guys should go to listen to it after you listen to this one. Go gas her up, leave a review. She interviews me. Ooh, I do. Self-made CEO. Oh yeah, baby. It's all about like business and entrepreneurship and manifestation, which I'm going to get into a little bit. Adrian, I want you to tell the world who you are, where you came from, how you got yeah. to where you are today. Like okay. briefly. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to pause the episode really quickly so I can talk about literally one of my favorite things on the planet, da 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 Anchor. So if you haven't heard about Anchor before, it's basically the easiest way to make a podcast, period. Let me just explain to you what they have. First of all, it's free, which like nothing's free anymore. So I feel like that's already your number one winner. Second of all, there's like all these different creation tools on the platform where you can make your own podcast and like you can record and edit it right from your phone or your computer, which is like crazy because you don't need all this fancy equipment. And like I said, it's free. So you're saving money that way too. And then my personal favorite thing about Anchor and like the main reason why I use it is because Anchor will literally distribute your podcast for you. So it can be heard on all different platforms that like basically any podcast can be distributed. So it can be heard through Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, 
Google Podcasts, and many, many more. So all you do is submit your podcast link and they literally distribute it everywhere for you, which is incredible. And overall, it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So it's super easy. I can't recommend it enough. I personally use this every week and I just love it so much. I recommend it to every one of my friends that wants to start a podcast. Even my brother uses it. So it's very user friendly and I definitely recommend. So be sure to download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. So don't miss your opportunity to make an awesome podcast and download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Now let's get back into the episode. Hope you're enjoying it so far. So I'm Adrian Finch. I actually, fun fact, have two last names and they're hyphenated. We yeah. Finch. But the thing is, that sounds weird and is hard to spell. So I was like, hi, Marketing 101. Let's change that. So I'm from Seattle and moved to LA in 2011 for film school. I was a screenwriting major, business minor. Yeah. I've always been super interested in like marketing and business, but also creativity. Like I've always done entertainment. I've always wanted to like, you know, write or storytell in some way or another, whether it's on camera or off camera. And so through film school, I interned at a bunch of companies, both like digital studios and production companies and, you know, those types of things. And I kind of discovered that like, whoa, YouTube is a cool platform where people have channels now that are actually their businesses and actually like legitimate sources of entertainment. And I thought, you know what, maybe I should start that. (laughs) And so I started a YouTube channel and, you know, I, what I cared about so much was like marketing and branding growth. And at the beginning of when I started, you're already thinking of it as a business. Oh, 100%. Gotcha. But, like, not in a way where it was restricting my creativity. I think it was actually fun because... I was doing it for fun. I wasn't doing it for money. Yeah. I was just, I was genuinely interested in SEO and in like thumbnails, like learning more and more about it, which is funny to think now. That's what I was super into. And it worked for me because I know YouTube has shifted a lot over the past couple of years. When I started, it was like, if you understood SEO and tagging and titling, yeah. like, your videos would pop off. And that's like what would happen to me. I remember I would go into my friend's videos. Like when I was a tiny, tiny YouTuber, like I would go into like Janine's videos and like put the tags in her videos and like her video would pop. She's like, how are you doing this? Throwback to when that mattered because it obviously no, no, it doesn't matter at all. I feel like yeah, no. But anyway, so I have a YouTube channel and um, I make videos on kind of a lot of different things, tech and lifestyle. I'm actually in currently in a little revamping situation where I want to talk a lot more about like business and entrepreneurship. Thanks to Taylor, honestly, (laughs) like holy crap, we've been talking about it. And then I have a podcast, and the podcast, as you said, self made CEO. Basically, my goal is to empower either aspiring entrepreneurs or just young people or old people, anyone. I'm still kind of honing in on who really will benefit the most from this, but I just want to empower people to understand that like your life is your life and you can do anything in the entire world that you want. And it, all it takes is you believing you can, you having some business tactics and having the right mindset. And that's totally. It. So on the podcast, we cover all of those topics. And other than that, I'm just a freaking weirdo. I live in LA and I love, um, I don't know, hanging out. <laughs> so did you always know that you wanted to move to LA? Honestly, not specifically LA. I just hated Seattle weather so much and I loved entertainment so it kind of just made sense. Okay. But it, but it actually ended up happening because of the school I got into which was LMU, Loyola Marymount University. I actually applied to a bunch of schools like all up and down the west coast but then I ended up choosing LMU which happened to be in California and it's funny oh, okay. once I got to LA I was like okay wait duh I should have like thought about this from yeah. the start. Yeah. It made complete sense but I didn't, I didn't actually always know which is weird. Do you feel like you because you majored in screenwriting yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Do you feel like you still want to pursue that? Yeah, so it's interesting. I think that... 
I don't know. I don't necessarily want to pursue like the traditional route of that, right? Like, I don't think I want to pursue it necessarily. However, I love writing. Like, I love writing shows. It's something that if the opportunity ever came up where, you know, even if... When our show comes out. Yes, when our show comes out. No, for real, I was about to say, like, when we decide one day, like, you know what? Let's freaking make all of our stuff, combine it into something that could be a show. Like, heck yeah, yeah, I'm into that. But I'm not actively pursuing a career in screenwriting. The traditional film life, as we've talked about before, off... That's, like, so so, 2008. Yeah, it's, like, so (laughs) difficult. Did I just sound like difficult? (laughs) But, yeah. So, I mean, I love storytelling. What I love about YouTube is, even though I'm not, like, writing a script every single time, it's storytelling. It's still Oh, it's literally you're doing everyone's job on set. Yeah. Yeah, no, exactly. You're doing 80 million people's jobs. So, I love that. So... Your podcast is awesome. Thanks. I love how it's just so business-oriented. Yeah. And I, I don't know. I feel like that's where you really thrive. So, guys, seriously, yeah. go listen to it. Oh, thanks. But I want to, like, really hone in on your business side mm-hmm. and, like, your opinions on things mm-hmm. and all of that. So, we made a crap ton of polls, which, yeah. can I just say how awesome it was? Literally text you for five seconds and you already <laughs> knew. Like, she was already I sending me poll ideas. Up. No, which I loved <laughs> because most people, I'm like, so, like, you come up with some polls. Yeah. questions and I'll be like example this this and this and this I won't get one poll yeah. question oh my gosh. like I'll come up with all no, of them I, I was sitting there just thinking and like rattling off stuff I could have gone on for an hour I'm so interested in people's thoughts and opinions on these types of topics also who would have thought I'd end up doing a business podcast like I'm the weirdest person you've ever met and when people realize I'm like serious about business they're like oh wow wait no oh. you are so <laughs> serious that's how our friendship developed and totally. we talked about this on your pod so go listen to it yeah. but uh, it, it was through we were, we were literally at Coachella and we were talking about business <laughs> and that's how we in the like, middle of a giant music yeah. festival it's awesome okay the first question is and we're, we're gonna like I'll probably ask you my own curious questions yeah, yeah, as please, they come up whatever you want but the first question is do you believe people have to work to make more money okay like, work more oh work more So, personally, I genuinely believe that time spent does not equal dollars earned. No. And I think there's this really traditional belief that it's the hustle mentality. Work harder, work longer, work more hours, do more jobs. That's how you're going to make more money. Right. And exactly. And now we're starting to, you know, some of the the woke ones, so to speak, are realizing like... (laughs) Stay woke. Yeah, stay woke. (laughs) We're realizing, no, we just need to work smarter. It's not about the time. It's not about... Like, there are entrepreneurs who work one hour day and make a million dollars a month like okay maybe not a month Uh, you know whatever and so no I believe that wholeheartedly that you can literally create income for yourself that does not depend on hours that you are spending putting into something gotcha what do you think I want to (laughs) know okay so it says do you believe people have to work more to make more money I think maybe literally no in a grand scheme of things but I think if I was telling my friend I'd say yes I'm yeah. like, you gotta, I, I would just say, like, to me, I'm like, okay, I've got to take my time, pay my dues, yeah. work more, okay. to and clarify, then I can make more money. I but agree with that. My point is that the end goal, I believe that, like, let's say you build up this company, you put your blood, sweat, and tears into it, it's impacting a ton of people, you're the leader, but you have a team. What I mean is that you're working hard to get there, but I'm just trying to say that, like, I believe that you can make shifts in your business, even just hiring team members, that's taking a workload off your plate. Yes. So I'm saying, like... I agree. Your whole thing is work smarter, not harder. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. 
Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. (laughs) I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I Thank you so much to Apartments.com for sponsoring this episode of Making Moves. Apartments.com believes a dishwasher does more than just clean plates. It turns your whole place into a time machine by turning the time you would have spent washing dishes into extra time for you. That could mean more time to read, more time to knit, or more time to contemplate the vastness of time itself. With Apartments.com, finding somewhere to live with an elusive dishwashing slash time-expanding device is easy. Apartments.com hosts the most rental listings with over 1 million available units. And with comprehensive search tools and instant alerts, you never have to worry about missing out on the perfect place. To find whatever you're searching for and more, visit Apartments.com, the place to find a place. Yeah, work like in no way am I like be lazy. Don't ever yeah. do anything. You have to work hard. You have to pay your dues. But I do believe your life does not have to be this constant grind, 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 grind. Gotcha. Like it can get to a point where you've created a business for yourself that allows you freedom and flexibility with yeah. time, with money. In you know that's so all good. that means. So sixty three percent said yes. Oh wow. Yeah. I mean, okay. Interesting. <laughs> I that makes sense though because also I think that the question it's a little bit broad like you know we're not really explaining what we mean by work more you know because any people traditionally are thinking like okay if you work more hours at an hourly job you're making more money if you put in more work you're going to be rewarded more which is true I believe but again it's kind of more the like longer term thing that I'm just for example it's like I talked to someone recently who I was saying, you know, how, okay, it was a consultant and he was like telling me how he has X number of clients. He's always like busy and working way too hard, like working these long hours because he's helping all these clients and he's making amazing money. But he was like, I literally like am driving myself insane because I'm like working way too hard. I can't scale up anymore. Like he can't make any more money because he's doing one-on-one. And I was like, my mom had to do that. Yeah, no. And it's, it's part of being a consultant, I think is going through the evolution of one-on-one one and then transitioning that I think it's any kind of client totally yeah you can't scale because you're using you're taking your hours and you only have so many hours yeah so not that I'm some genius but like my instant thought was okay well he genuinely believed like oh like no I have to do like I have to put in those hours and I was thinking well hold on though a could you ever do group coaching that's knocking like 10 birds with one hour or whatever 
B, could you ever do online programs, which is like you could make one program that's like good for all, this specific niche and then step away. And the, the work you're doing, instead of working with these individual clients and spending all your time, you're spending your time improving the program and working yes. with your team. Yes. So you're working less, but you're actually scaling more. That's, I think, a perfect example of what I mean. There are ways to shift your life or your business where you can make money, but not have. And it's not about like, I don't want to work. It's more just like be smarter about how you're yes. working. I think that like one thing I've learned, even just from recording your podcast today and literally my day at work and just like what we the conversation mm-hmm. we just had, we need to get out of our heads more and ask people we value like yes. their opinion 100%. and be like, hey, this is what I'm struggling with. What do you think? Mm-hmm. Because as an outsider perspective, looking like what you just did for that guy. Yeah. Like because you're you have no personal you're not married to the project. No. You're not married to the game. You have no personal things attaching you to it. So like you can look at that issue and like see it right so clear. Yes, so clear. You know? And he's probably in his own head like, oh, but that's a risk. What if the clients don't want online Yes, programs? and you're what like, if- what if, you know, Sally's gonna be mad at me yeah. that I blah, blah, blah. You're like, no. Like, I'm you like, see it so of- clearly. Yes. So, I think me including and like, and you, we yeah, just talked about sure it with me. you <laughs> and with that guy and like, really probably anyone in their own life that's trying to like, start a business or scale it even with their own work or like, social media or even with their Instagram posts, like, send it to a couple friends and like, mm-hmm. tell them what what you're struggling with or what you're trying to decide ask for their opinion and I think you'll yeah. be way more it'll be a lot more easier and yep. I need to just get out of your head 63% said yes you have to work more but I can see how it can be which confusing. I totally understand too like and by the way that's completely an okay opinion I that's also what we're like wired to think because we're wired to think I spent an hour doing this it's worth this value but yeah. we're now it's only a recent thing of not even having hourly jobs more so and like doing things like task by task even with youtube it's like this video this video might take me one day it might take me three weeks but it's still the same project the same task yeah so that's really interesting yeah i wanted to ask you before we continue with Mm -hmm. the polls because i don't know if we had a specific one on manifestation did you um no actually i don't i don't think you did so i want to know what you do like can you give me an example of for instance you can use me like okay let's say i want to Mm -hmm. be uh on camera host Mm -hmm. how do i manifest that yes okay tell me why you know this is real if anyone wants to not to like promote my own stuff again but if i did an episode called manifest anything in 24 hours on my podcast where i not only like give the background of like the actual science too of like why yeah this works but also this nine-step process i need to listen to that one you should honestly if i were to like preach any episode it's 100 that really one. oh yeah okay. and i got the most comments emails dms being like really i've gotten so many messages being like oh my god i did this and it worked it's i can't believe it i'm now like a believer you should of it. share those like on your pot your podcast like yeah, ask 100%. if you can share the dm like on your podcast instagram yeah that's what I, I that's so cool yeah because like it's insane i was even shocked like i got this whole email from this like 50 year old woman being like i never like write into things like this but i was so compelled to tell you this because this was absolutely insane that this happened and basically the whole nine step process and the reason i tell people like start with something so small like something that means nothing to you how did you how did you oh yeah okay find out so this this is what happened literally a year or a year and a half ago i was a little bit in this funk of kind of like not being fully fulfilled with what i was doing but kind of like not knowing what i but also being like man i really want to make a lot of money and like do something really impactful and like but i like didn't really know and my friend was in town visiting and 
by the way, my parents are both psychologists, okay? So a lot of Whoa. these things that I'm learning now, they've actually been telling me my whole life and I just, it never clicked with me. It, I just never fully, like my mom for my whole freaking life would tell me like, Adrian, that's so negative. Like you should be like flipping those negative things you're saying into positive, like fake it till you make it. Just say it out loud, say something. Or like when I used to feel sick to my stomach before I found out I had food allergies, <laughs> my mom would be like, okay, but just don't focus on it. Like out loud, say that you feel good and you feel healthy. And I was like, mom, that's literally the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Like, <laughs> Like, I was like, you're a psycho. Anything mom says. I know. Anything that comes out of my mom's mouth, I'm like, that's dumb. But, like, actually it isn't. No, I know. But it's just like. But it took me so long. I was like, mom, my stomach physically hurts. And you're going to tell me to out loud say that I feel good. Like, why? No. And then it's like I started learning about all this science and, like, neuroplasticity and all this crap that I'll talk about in a second. But so basically my friend Charlotte was in town and we were, like, going to watch something on Netflix. Had no idea what. Like, couldn't find anything. And then randomly out of literally nowhere, we saw, like, a trailer for the movie The Secret, which is this old movie. Oh my god, I need to watch it's it. A, it's like literally the type of movie that you would watch in your like sixth grade history class. Like that's the way it's filmed. It's like this old like documentary style, like whatever thing. Should, do you recommend? Book, yeah, 100%. Watch. Because like the book is one of the most famous and oldest like manifestation books. And so the movie is just like the, the documentary like version of it. But after I watched the movie, I got the book. So basically I was watching this documentary and it's essentially just introducing you to the law of attraction yeah. to manifestation. It's one of those things when other people talked about it before this, I was like, okay, what? Like, it sounds yeah. kind of culty and, like, weird. <laughs> and I was like, what? I feel like people just say that. They totally. don't have anything totally. to back it up. Totally. You know and what I mean? also, it's this whole explanation where it's like, when you meet someone on the street, you're not necessarily going to go into, like, the freaking science behind yes. manifestation. That's what I also got a lot of comments about on this episode of my pod. They're like, thank you for actually explaining, because so many people just say it. People are like, you just say gotta it. say it out loud. And I'm like, yeah. what? Why? Like, why? And also, they're like, thank you for actually giving, like, an, an actionable process, too, because a lot of people are, like, they don't want to, like, tell people, like, how to do it, because they're like, no, like, I figured this out. They, like, don't give you actually how to do it. Anyway, so for those of you that are actually freaking wondering, like, what is the law of attraction and manifestation? Basically, there are universal laws that I don't care, like, what religion, what anything, like, don't think of this as any type of, like, thing you believe or don't. Like, try to let go of, like, beliefs, because yeah. this is not really something, like, yes, there are people that are like, I don't believe that's true and that's fine but this is not like that type of thing it's not that deep fam it's not that deep (laughs) fam it's true like thank you (laughs) that's perfect so the law of attraction basically just states that like attracts like and all that really means is that you know you can you can say it in the sense of like karma or like the positive energy you put out there like you're gonna get good in return like all those concepts that are talked about all like fall under the law of attraction it essentially means every single thing in the entire world has energy is energy this table is energy i am energy this chair energy this computer's energy but also the thoughts you were thinking that you cannot see are energy literally physically made okay. up of energy so if you can think about every single thing having an, an energy yeah. to to put it simply there are different frequencies that all these energies are on uh-huh. and this is where we get like weird and technical so i'll keep it brief but essentially like let's pretend that like a positive thought is like a high vibration frequency okay and like a negative thought or a feeling of anxiety or stress or like you know when your heart like does yes. a, a thing and like you're like sinks. Sinks. Yeah. yeah like sinks that physical feeling like that's energy and that's let's call that a low vibration yeah. frequency in the universe literally again i'm not a scientist so you guys should listen to the other episodes i really go in depth and like give quotes and stuff from actual scientists but basically like attracts like in the sense that high vibrational frequencies 
attract other high vibrational frequencies. Low ones attract low ones. So there's a reason why if you stub your toe first thing in the morning and all of a sudden you're like, oh, God dang it, like that hurts so much, man. You'll feel like three more bad things just happened to you right after that, right? It's kind of yes. like you feel this never-ending spiral of things. So that's not actually because the world is out to get you and bad things are just going to happen to you all day long. It's because of the meaning that you're assigning what just happened. So yeah. the instant something bad happens and the instant your brain goes to like, oh my God, everyone's shitting on me. The world hates me. That's when you are now attracting more of that into your life. Okay. So this is like, again, it, it takes a while to like really wrap your head around it. But the bottom line point is that you're attracting into your life the things that you are thinking and the things that you are putting out. Thoughts become things. And that sounds so crazy when you're first like learning about this. But then as you see it unfold, you understand why. The one thing that has kept me sane throughout the 75 hard challenge and more importantly has kept me hydrated the most is liquid IV. Y'all, when I tell you, I literally crave liquid IV. Like the lemon lime flavor lives rent-free in my head. First of all, it just always quenches my thirst, but it is perfectly sour and has that tangy taste to it. And it's just so good. Like a nice cold, crisp glass of liquid IV. Oh my gosh. Mwah! Sounds so good. Whether you hydrate to live or live to hydrate, Liquid IV quenches your thirst faster than water alone with three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drinks plus eight vitamins and nutrients for everyday wellness, all in a single sugar-free stick. So I actually just taste tested all of the flavors for you guys, the pear, the white peach, the green grape, and the lemon lime. And I have to tell you, I still think lemon lime is my favorite. <laughs> But my second favorite is green grape. And then my third favorite, believe it or not, is pear. I'm actually shocked by how much I like pear. And then in fourth place for me was the white peach. My favorite thing about liquid IV is how convenient it is, especially because I am always on the go. I am booked and busy, and I'm sure you guys are too. So being able to pack it so easily in a purse or a carry-on or whatever the case is, like my work bag, I always have a liquid IV in there because throughout my day, I get so thirsty and nothing truly satisfies my thirst craving other than a liquid IV. Like it is so good. I literally want to make one right now. And listen, drinking water is great. Like I've been drinking so much water while doing the 75 hard challenge, but one stick of liquid IV in 16 ounces of water hydrates you way better than water alone. And I love it because I feel like it actually revives me. And the best part about it is that there's no artificial sweeteners and zero sugar. However you hydrate, grab your Liquid IV hydration multiplier, sugar-free in bulk nationwide at Costco, or get 20% off your first order when you go to liquidiv.com and use code TK at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop better hydration today using promo code TK at liquidiv.com. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. 
Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P.com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. So let me just give like a quick. So for sure, watch The Secret. Yeah, watch The Secret. Is there a book or anything else? I yeah, be? well, like The Secret just gives like the basic and then there are a million other like blogs. But and, The like, Secret is The, the Secret is definitely okay. like a good starter because basically what happened with me was I watched it and all of a sudden something in me just clicked where I was like, oh my God, A, my parents have been telling me this crap my whole life and I never like, it just didn't click. Like I didn't understand that what they were telling me actually was this. Watching The Secret sparked this interest in me to okay. go do a million like to, I ordered like 10 books off Amazon I like went on I was so into it and because also it's exciting when someone is telling you like hey by the way you can literally have anything you want yeah. in your life and it changed my complete perspective on just everything in life what's happening when you are meditating or focusing on something you want so what you do let's say you're choosing a butterfly okay you're gonna manifest a butterfly in 24 hours you're gonna just there's gonna be a butterfly wait so are you supposed to put a time frame on it no you don't have to i like to put a time stamp but again with the whole thing you're not supposed to be attached to any outcome so sometimes a time stamp is good sometimes it's not because it's not good if you're gonna look at that time stamp as like stress like it hasn't happened yeah. yet hasn't happened yet if you're not gonna view if you're just letting go the time stamp doesn't even matter so basically the first thing you need to do is create a symbol that like reminds you of that so maybe it's an actual butterfly so this is where like a vision board would come in you can look at this physical thing that reminds you of a butterfly yeah there are all these other steps which i won't get into because it's on the episode but basically what your brain is doing subconsciously and also it's important to know that like your 95% of literally your actions, your decisions, your thoughts, everything is f- coming from your subconscious brain, not your conscious brain. Wow. So you don't even know why you're making the decisions you're making. It's all because of previous things that have happened, things people have said, like things you don't even know. So when you're looking at something over and over and over, basically this there's this section of your brain called the reticular activating system that is in charge of filtering your reality to show what is important to you. That's how to explain it in the easiest terms. You know when you have a crush on someone yeah. and you like start seeing their car everywhere? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Or like your yeah. car sh- like Cars are the best example because this happens to me all the time. Or like you're car shopping and you're kind of interested in this like Audi, whatever, and then all of a sudden they're everywhere. Yes. Okay. So the reason or why like that's... With a dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The reason why that's happening is not because there are all of a sudden more of that dog in the world or more of that car. It's because you have flagged that part of your brain that triggers, this is important to me, so I'm now going to notice it way more. So you're not doing anything actively. You're, you're not, not actually seeing it. more cars. No. Well, you might be. You're seeing more cars, but you're, there aren't more cars. Yes. The same yes. amount of Audis are driving same by, amount, you're but you're seeing same. more, and you're gotcha. not doing anything to do that. You notice that you aren't looking for it. You're not thinking about it. You're not like, oh, I wonder how many Audis I'm going to see. It's just happening. That's the perfect example is my friend didn't know what Hot Girl Summer was. And I was like, what? How do you not know what Hot Girl Summer is? Then the next time I saw her, she's like, oh my God, I've seen this everywhere. As soon as, you know, we told her about it. You know, I believe things happen for a reason. And I also believe that like, there's just like already a plan for me and Mm -hmm. I'm like going to figure it out. Mm -hmm. When I'm like manifesting, do you ever feel like it's possible to be manifesting something that's just not in the cards for you yeah I think that what's always important is like what you just said is so key where you believe like there's a plan and it'll happen and you know everything happens for a reason that and manifestation are like the same with different language basically what you're saying is hey 
if something doesn't work out, it's not supposed to work out. Yeah. So with manifesting, it's kind of the same thing. So I just, hard. I like, I don't want to be, I guess like how hard am I supposed to, no, I you know what I mean? See, and that's the whole thing where like, I think that people think of like you're supposed to be, like, cause people are like, you're supposed to believe it. Like you didn't believe in it hard enough. And I'm like, well, so you know, I think well, it goes both ways. Like sometimes I do think people create resistance for themselves, which would be like putting too much pressure on it, putting too much stress on it. But then I also think there are things where it's like, if you're wanting something so bad and it's not working, then that's also sometimes your own brain or intuition's way or saying, let the it go. universe saying like, let this go. Because that's exactly what manifesting is, is letting go of the outcome. So if you're like, no, but I need this. Like, why is yeah. it not working? Why is it not working? So that good. in itself is actually creating the, res- I love the resistance. That. Okay. Like I said, I want to be a host. Yeah. So let's say there are a few things that I've written down, like the way I guess I manifest is I will just like write down lists of things that I want or I mm-hmm. will be this. Mm-hmm. Or I, I do that. Amazing. Right? Yes. But like, I'm not, I, I'm just, I don't know what I'm doing. I just like, I get in these spurts no, and I write things down. That's it though. But my question is in my last thing that I wrote down, I like, I was like, I want to be a host and I want to find a host that can be my mentor. Mm-hmm. Cause I don't know any host very well on a yeah. personal level where I can be like, Hey, what is this actually like? Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. So that's something that I'm wishing for and hoping for. And I'm quote manifesting. How do I do that? Do that? Yeah. Okay. What's important to know is that you'd never want to like not take action at all. You always want to be acting, but you do not want to be planning out. Like, so let's say you have on your list. I want a host. Like I want a mentor. That's a host. Instead of you then thinking, okay, what can I do? I'm going to email 10 people a day. That's all helpful, but those aren't the things in this regard that are going to get it for you. It's more what you can do is do what you're already doing, which is writing down the things that you desire. Do you say I th- want or do you say I will? You say like I am. Like I okay. am a successful host. I okay. have a successful host that's my mentor. So it's like present. Present. Okay. Present tense because it's putting you in the mindset of ha- the feelings and the emotions of like it actually happening now. So the first thing is always like present tense um, visualizing like when you get that, what that feels like, what it sounds like, what it smells like. So can you like kind of lay this out? Like yeah. Yeah. on your man. Yes. Okay. So like, let's say granted, like I don't meditate. I really need to, <laughs> but meditation is a really easy way to do this. But even if you're not, even if you spend two minutes every morning, just looking at your list, read it out loud. So you'd read, I have a successful host as a mentor. Like I am a whatever you read those things out loud and you literally just sit there even for 60 seconds, close your eyes and just physically visualize you are in that role. How okay, does it so feel? So visualize me doing mm-hmm. that. Me like, or if it's the thing about having a mentor, visualize you sitting there with someone where you're getting like all the advice. Cause I have people feel. like in my head, I want to be okay. Do, so, so visualize literally sitting with those people. They're talking to you. You're and almost like you can make yourself like feel things like get excited about it. Like I want to make a whole course on manifestation. You should because I'm still working on it. So I don't feel like fully qualified. You really should talk about it, but I'm also like, Oh my God. I really wanted to ask you that because I feel like, I mean, I just had Ollie on, so I learned a lot, but I'm very specific. Like I want to know the little things that I can do to help make it happen. So I wanted to ask. And I think you're really open to things. Like sometimes you just have to trust a process and just try it. Worst that's going to happen. Okay. It doesn't work for you. And you decide, you know, I believe in manifestation. Yeah. And like, that's okay. If someone decides they don't want to try again, like, but at least you try, I'm happy that you're like open to it. Cause it's honestly just, it's weird and it's crazy, but it's 
it's like you notice it happening and then you're like, oh my God. Dude. I'm a firm believer in like the mind is powerful. Oh, Gary V, he, he's extreme, but he's like, if you just don't believe you won't get like sick, you won't get a cough, mm-hmm. you won't. Like, See, during no, but like, season. I literally believe that. Like, like that is extreme. And weird. Like, in extreme but, cases, it's like, okay, you're but ridiculous. I've read stories about But also, like, like, it's it's weird because, for instance, Alicia and I, like, as an example, we were at Coachella. Like, every year we go and we get, like, a horrible cold yeah, after. And she's how it is. Like, you have dust everywhere, like, in your nostrils, whatever. And we're like, no, I'm not going to get sick. I'm just, I'm going to get, like, whatever. And, like, obviously, if you do things, like, take emergency and whatever, yeah. like, while you're there. It's just, like, weird when you, like, have a certain mindset about mm-hmm. something. You it is so true. preach it and you practice it. Anyway, let's continue with the yeah, polls. Yeah, no, totally. Because I'm so glad you talked about that, though. I'm going to, but also yeah. listen to the manifestation one. Manifest anything in 24 hours. Okay. Would you rather be an entrepreneur or an employee? Well, personally, I'd rather be an entrepreneur and I am one. I just never found myself, like, working well in a nine-to-five, like, routine experience. I want to be doing different things every day. That's the... And I also just, when I know that I'm capable of, like, creating something myself, I just, like, don't want to work for someone else. Not because I don't want to pay my dues or, like, that I don't want to, like, work for anyone. It's just I knew that I was destined to, like, create my own thing. Yeah. So, I personally, entrepreneurship all the way. That's funny because I, I would say the same. I... I know one day that I'll yeah. just be on my own and, like, hopefully have my own team and stuff. But it's weird because I also feel like I am a damn good employee. You are. You 100% are. But I think I am only a good employee because of how much I love and respect my job and mm-hmm. my boss and mm-hmm. the people I work with. Which is so key. So I think it goes hand in hand. Yeah. Anyone can be a good employee and in that's my true. situation. Like, I because my, my team is awesome. Totally. Do you know what I mean? No, and I think, yeah, I think in internships I've had where I like loved them so much it's like I worked my butt off and I like loved doing it and then at the end of the day I was still like I'd prefer to do my own thing but like I really respect I love hearing about my friends like jobs where they work at like big tech companies I like, yeah. love hearing about it I think it's so cool but it's like what would you the question is what would you rather be I would rather be an entrepreneur me too entrepreneur yeah. okay 68% said entrepreneur that makes sense to mm-hmm. me I feel like millennials like and I'd be curious, I forget if we asked this, but I'd be curious how many of those people are actually trying to do yes. that or whether those people believe that they can't, you know? Also, let me just ask you this. Mm-hmm. Do you, are you on any dating apps or have no, you ever been? I have been. But okay. Wh- like, what are your thoughts when like a guy has entrepreneur in his thing? Uh, I feel like it's just not specific enough where it's like if someone's just saying Sam, I'm like you don't have a job yeah no same honestly because if <laughs> which someone, is so funny yeah because like, we're but, like we want to but if you're an entrepreneur but the, I think entrepreneur is the term that categorizes like so many different jobs yes. so if you're an entrepreneur but you're like working on a fitness app be like founder of fitness yes. app you know what I mean exactly. it's like why, if you're just saying entrepreneur I do feel like you don't have a job or you're like in transition or you're homeless. yes <laughs> I don't know <laughs> Or you're, like, literally still a student. Yeah. You know yeah. What I mean? Oh, my God, yeah. Like, a still in a frat. Yeah, you're still a frat, for <laughs> sure. Is being an influencer a real job? Well, I will say firsthand, it absolutely is. But it's funny, even when I first started, I would, like, refer to other people as, like, oh, it's fine, I have a fake job. M- mostly, honestly, out of, like, self-deprecating humor, like, oh, yeah. whatever, it's fine, I have a fake job. But no, it's absolutely a freaking real job. But I do understand that I think the perception to a lot of people, especially in different regions of the country, would be different. Maybe. Yeah. 
a hundred and a million percent yes mm-hmm. it is a real job and you're never off the clock you're never off the clock people do not understand that too it's like oh same I with entrepreneurs it. though totally but, but especially like, with influencers with being on social media because yeah, it's also it blends into your actual life like yeah. oh I posted an Instagram story well actually I had to consciously think like oh my gosh it's been six hours and I didn't post an Instagram yeah. story 78 percent said yes oh good cool isn't that awesome maybe I it's because i'm always drilling into my I mean, yeah. well good <laughs> i uh, no, i truly believe uh 78 percent said yes so and i think awesome. people that say no probably just really don't know like well, what let's up. see who said no <laughs> The only thing is with growing on Instagram is like I want to see what my friends vote and I can't. I want to. I want to be able to Instagram. Please give me a search tab. Okay, I see a bunch of people like from Indiana that are saying um, no. See, and that's interesting. See, I was gonna say like I think the people that say no are just. But I think they think we actually live the life so that we just post on Instagram. Oh, 100%. No, they don't see that's what I'm saying. Like, They're people not don't think it. probably that my room is a mess. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Or like they probably think that I just like run around and look cute all yeah, the time. Yeah, or like normal people don't think like that. So it's like when you see a post or you see a video, you're not seeing the amount of hours and thought that is going totally. into it. Okay, which is more popular slash cool being an entrepreneur or an employee i think that in la i think it's like quote cooler like being an entrepreneur but then i think in cities where it's like big tech companies and like you know like wall street and like new york like i think it's like quote cooler to be an employee I think I agree. Pretty much, I would say, like, 80% everywhere, like, millennials are, like, entrepreneurs. That's so cool. But then the 20% that are, like, from Podonk, Mm -hmm. USA, like, in Indiana, that their parents are, like, finance, like, go work at Deloitte. (laughs) I think it has to do with geography, honestly. And age a little bit, too. Yes. Like, our age group is, like, wow, being an entrepreneur is so cool. But, like, our parents' age group actually is probably still, like, that's so cool. But then, like, even above that, they're kind of like, what? Yeah. Okay, true or false, I believe I could succeed successfully start a business i mean for me true because i i've just always thought that and i feel like you're that type of person too. yeah like, for me true yeah 61 percent said true oh wow that's good that is good that's really good i feel like i feel like if you think about it even on the smallest scale majority of the people could start a small for sure. business but you i know think what I mean? what's interesting the keyword is like believing because i think a lot of people could but then they're like oh my god but i couldn't do that like, yeah that's too hard like oh yeah i could never which do you care more about loving your job or security slash stability personally loving your job 100 because i personally believe the success quote-unquote or like income comes with literally loving what you're doing because you're like living breathing sleeping it, and you want to be more successful at it and you're working harder at it we have one life to live am i gonna I, work to I, live I, or live to work okay here's the thing there's seven days in a week and five out of the seven if not more you're, you're working. working yep so why the frick would yeah. you ever choose to do something five Here's out of the seven days out of the week that you don't like yeah just you to don't what, spend like a lot of money doing something fun on not the even that you don't like that, eating, you, that yeah. you don't love yeah that you don't love 59% said loving your job okay yeah I think people definitely like fear not having stability. also I do I literally always say this, say this it's on brand for me but like I do have a lot of Midwest followers so like a lot of their parents are very into like no you just go to work yeah. and then you like yeah. have fun on the weekends and I think there's a difference between like being miserable at your job and just not like doing a job that's stable but then there's kind of this dream in the back of your head that like oh in another life like but I would do and this is why I love asking people but like oh what do you do this do you like it yeah okay but if you could do anything in the world what would it be oh I would be a rock yeah. musician and I'm like what you're an accountant and you want to be like a rock guitar player yeah like, I love hearing that crap because I'm like 
What are you doing, bro? Yeah. LA is like a party 24-7. Yeah. Think about actually if you lived in like Ohio or like Kentucky or Indiana, right? You do look forward to the weekend because like that the only thing they have going on is like a ball game. Yeah. Whereas like here, there's like things going on every single day. Like party at EPLP. Tuesday, like Clifton's. Wednesday, highlight room. Thursday. Yeah, there's always there's like a tart event. Friday, there's a FabFitFun event. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there's always something. (laughs) I literally, if I went to my email inbox, I could be busy every night of the week. Oh my god, that's so true. It's just weird because like we live in a bubble. We do. We also chose to do We did, totally. And that's why I think it like I'm not sure there's too much traffic. (laughs) Already. Oh yeah. True or false. Becoming an entrepreneur is risky. True, I think. Yeah, true for sure. 93% said true. Okay, yeah, because it is, but yeah. I don't even know why you would say false. No. It's always risky. I mean, doing anything is kind of is risky. Yeah. Do you think male entrepreneurs slash CEOs are more respected than female? 100%. Yeah. It's just, honestly, it's this fixed mindset, this innate thing that we don't even realize is in existence that, like, we can't even help it. Even I sometimes, like, I like having, like, male fitness instructors. I like having male, like, for no reason. Like, it's literally just wired in my brain. Like, I feel like they're more of a leader. And that's so messed up that I even just said that. Because I know that it's not true, by the way. Like, I know that it's not true. But we're wired and society has pushed us for our whole lives to believe that and can't help it and it's really sad okay you know what like pisses me off so much about myself Mm. is that majority of the people I consume content from which like I'm into like I'm either into like listening about like crazy dating stories Mm -hmm. podcasts or like I want either want to be extremely entertained Mm -hmm. or getting a lot of value right so the people I listen to almost every time in the morning if it's in the morning I always listen to like a business related Mm -hmm. valuable podcast on my way like home from work I treat myself with like a fun juicy podcast right so every morning it's so weird because the people I listen to my mentors that I listen to and consume content from are like Gary V Ed Milet Casey Neistat even like Dax Shepard yep like why me too my favorite entrepreneur is James Even Wedmore. think about like who? James Wedmore. He has the Mind Your Business podcast. Oh my god, I, I need to listen to it. Freaking amazing. Also, even like people like Tony Robbins mm-hmm. or like coaches. Like I was listening to a podcast with Pete Carroll, the Seattle mm-hmm. Seahawks. Yep, awesome. <laughs> yeah, you, shout out. It's really weird. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, like, is it because I'm not finding a podcast that I like or like there aren't any females doing that? No, there definitely are. And imagine this. If they were if there were two right in front of you, like a female and a male, which one would you choose? I think I genuinely would choose the male. And I hate the fact Dang, that I should do a poll that's like yeah. that, like literally the exact same podcast title. And yeah. be like, which one would you listen to? Which See, one do you think like, is more valuable? Yeah, yeah. And, like, my mom and dad are both psychologists, and my mom does a lot of work and studies on, like, this male-female thing, because she's definitely, like, a feminist. And it's, like, really, really interesting how the media and how everything conditions us over the course of our lives to, like, think that males are superior. And you know where a lot of this roots from? Where? Where? Hollywood, the art that we make. Sure. Movies. Oh, yeah. Television shows. Oh, yeah. YouTube things. For instance, like, think about all no, like, the rom-coms or, like... Yes. 
all the things you grew up watching Mm -hmm. and the powerful dude and then the innocent think about cartoons think about superheroes until like recently they're all men boys little boys and like little boys don't want to watch a show with a female lead even as a kid and because it's already ingrained in you is that wild and what yeah and I think the wildest thing about that is that this is all subconscious like we are not aware the writers have control yeah when we go and we choose that thing like there's a reason why I want to choose a male that I'm not in control of that of that why you know what I mean also isn't it so messed up that majority I should do a whole podcast on this but majority of chick flicks movies made for women like uh, the demographic is women Mm -hmm. is written by an old dude named Mark it's messed up it's so messed up yeah like that's so weird to think about me in the theater watching and laughing at like some crude like little guy named Mark's jokes yeah it's it's weird weird. it's really I know I'm like sounding crazy right now no no but but it's true I think the the film industry has like finally I mean we have so much more progress to make but has taken a lot more leaps to like have all female like crew and like you know Oh, it's just so interesting. Yeah, so I would agree with you that men are more respected. respected. Mm-hmm. 76% said yes. Mm-hmm. Do you judge someone based on their job? I think I do, and I wish I didn't, but I do. Well, okay. Not judge in the negative sense. Judge in the fact that, like, I think what we as humans do that I think is wrong is we let someone's job define them. Because think about it. When you meet someone, the first thing you usually ask, oh, what do you do? Not like, what do you like to do? Oh, what are your hobbies? It's always like, what do you do for a living? And I think without even trying, we then kind of put them in this, like, oh, I'm an accountant. Okay, cool. Like... You know. It's weird, though, because people are like, oh, I hate it when people ask, what do you do? And I'm like, that's what I do five out of the seven yeah. days no, That's why I think it defines a lot of people. But also there's this weird aspect where also some so people do So it goes back job. to saying you should love what exactly. you do. Because some people I talk to are like, yeah, this is my job, but this isn't defining me because, you know, oh, I'm an accountant. But, like, I love singing karaoke on the weekend. And I'm yeah. like, okay, so that's not who you are. Yeah. It's just what you do. I say that I judge. This one's 50-50. Really? That means it's good pull. Yeah, because, yeah, I do judge someone based on what they do. I think what's interesting is even the term judging someone has a negative connotation. But when you actually think about the definition, it means are you making a judgment, whether it's good or bad? So that's why, like, I'm saying, like, yeah, I do. But it's not always a bad judgment, but it's always a judgment. Yes. So I think every I think probably more of those 50 percent of people also make judgments maybe without even thinking. I think people that say no are lying. I agree. I agree. Because you are no matter what. Because here's I'll tell you why. Yeah. If I was the owner of Amazon mm-hmm. and you like and you didn't know that and we had a conversation and you're telling me that you don't judge people you would freaking judge that 100% you would be like oh do you know what's interesting? Real quick, like, 60-second story yeah. is I went to this dinner. There's this group called Ampersand. It's, like, these events, and they have these dinners, and the whole point of the dinners is that they bring a lot of, like, like-minded people together, and the one rule is you're not allowed to talk about what you do for a living. So you're meeting all these people. You're, like, bonding. How do they know you're like-minded? Like, they organize it different ways. Like, for example, I went to one that was, like, boss women, and, like, they oh, just okay. invited people to Copy it. that. Copy that. So it was all these women and like I had no idea and they were like okay the only rule is you cannot ask anyone about their job you can't talk about work at all and I was like okay so we're doing all these like bonding things asking each other questions like really getting to know people yeah. and it was super fun I'm like getting to know these rand- like people of all ages and at the end we all had to stand up individually and everyone had to guess what we did for a living first Shut of all up. it was cool first of all no one guessed accurately for like anyone secondly everyone in that room 
was a freaking boss. And I was like, what? Because then, of course, I was like, holy crap. And I was just being myself and I wasn't yeah. like, caring. And here I am talking to the freaking like studio executive at Paramount. Yeah. Like, oh my God, I love yeah, it. It was cool. What sucks is like that in this world, relationships matter. Totally. You know, you have to make a conscious effort to not. And that's why it's so important to me, like what we were talking about with like influencers or, you know, like people with a lot of followers or whatever. Like I make the conscious effort. Oh, to, like, I'm so conscious about that. Be clear that it's like, I don't care. Like care. that's not what I'm after. I honestly know? feel like, like I used to like be so conscious about it. I'd be like, don't care, don't care, don't care. Mm-hmm. And now I find myself legit not caring. No, exactly. Do you know like, what I mean? I literally don't care. Well, honestly, well, you know what? Like was a turning point for me when I met so many people with a crap ton of followers yeah. and they sucked. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And like, like they cannot hold a conversation with me. You're and I'm like, like, I don't want to be your friend. I have no interest. Yeah, I know. Totally. And like hanging out with you at all. You're That's boring. Really I feel like I'm being so aggressive, but like I'm just telling the truth. Do you judge if you want to date someone based on what they do? Honestly, yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, same thing. Especially also There's so many reasons. It's different with a romantic partner because you're also thinking like, okay, I need you to like give a crap about like yeah. finances. So and, many like, things. Yeah. 63% said yes. Okay. 37% is lying. Yeah, I agree. Bye. What's your motto? Work hard now, relax later, or relax while you're young, work hard later? It's funny that I like presented that question because I believe in like a really good combination of both. Like I believe in what I like to call intermittent retirements, okay? Oh I think we should be like balancing like working really hard while we have the energy to work hard, but also having fun while we have the energy to have fun. You know what I mean? Like, I think work hard, play hard. There is, what was it on Dax's podcast episode with I want to say it was Pete Carroll he talks about how it it was this book of like really successful like CEOs and entrepreneurs and how every single one of them like every six months take a huge break and how How just like stupid valuable it is but like you need to like not just like take a break you need to take, take a break a like go break. off like go and off the grid think, yeah. that's the whole intermittent retirement thing and actually i've read i read a whole book which i, I love Four that our work week by the way good book they have this whole section about like the concept of retirement and how like pe- so many people are like disappointed because they're working their whole lives to like this retirement and then they get there and they're like Wait, okay, Wait, now what? what? And yeah. also, I'm old. Like, yes. <laughs> instead of like work hard, play hard is perfect because why do we make money to spend it on things we want to experience, things we want to own, things we. That's why we make money. Exactly. Yeah. You no, know? I completely agree. Yeah. If I voted in this, I would say work now, relax later. Eighty four percent said that. Yeah. But I agree. Use both. I like for said- me, for the longest time, I thought that if I'm going to eat healthy, I need to not eat dairy for ever right yeah i would think in my head like never cheating and then alicia really (laughs) and her like they go to a nutritionist it's a really good plan they've got going on right the nutritionist encourages having one cheat meal every week Mm -hmm. and doing so has really i feel like i've like applied that whole thing to my life Mm -hmm. that okay once a week I'm going to go off, like party hard, have fun, play hard, like whatever it is, whether it's like going off and like spending my money at the mm-hmm. fashion district, mm-hmm. you know, and doing soul like, cycle go, and what you want. like, it's typically a Saturday for me. Like I go hard. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like with food, like I have all the John and Vinny's I want, I have blah, blah, blah. And I like let myself go. And that way that Sunday, I feel like crap that that Monday I am on my yeah, crap you're on it. the whole week. And then by Saturday I'm ready to go. Yeah. When you're like two 
restricted, then you, like, don't. You're so, like, oh, I need that. And then you end up, like, give, that's when most people end up giving up. Giving on, like, up. So, and I've never been so consistent yeah. or, like, persistent. It's, it's never motivated me so much. Because now I'm like, oh, my God, like, I get to have my cheat mm-hmm. day, like, this weekend. Like, that's I awesome. can't wait. So, yeah. I honestly highly that recommend works. one, like, even if it's a whole day, which I do a lot of the time, mm-hmm. like, go off. <laughs> which do you think is more important to your success mindset or skill? Again, it's one of those questions where I I genuinely think you need both, but at the end of the day, mindset, 100%. Because if you have the right mindset, you can learn any skill, or you can develop any skill, but if you have the mindset of, like, no, I'm never going to do this, I I can't, you're not going to do it. Mindset's everything. Yep. Agreed. 83% said mindset. Okay, cool. Hey, people are pretty woke who follow you. (laughs) Woke. I love Followers that. I woke, woke, woke. Stay woke. Stay, Stay woke. woke. Okay, well, that wraps up our poll. Oh my God, I love it. I loved it. Isn't it interesting? It's so fun. Say? Yes, it's so interesting. Adrian's definitely going to have to be a recurring guest. Woo, I'm so down. We have so much we could do. We yes. could also do some juicy-ish. Because, like, yes, I love business. and You have so many have funny relationships. Juices. Yeah. Pimp yourself out. Oh my god, hi. Where does everyone follow you? You can find me on Instagram at Adrian Finch or my podcast Instagram, which is at the self-made CEO. And of course my podcast and then my YouTube channel. And go DM her and tell her that I sent you. Yeah, literally like all the platforms. Search Adrian Finch. And YouTube. And you'll find me. Just kidding. (laughs) Yeah, and YouTube. And I'm about to have a little YouTube revamp situation thanks to So get um, pumped and Alicia. And Alicia. And if anyone's like interested in business stuff and you have any feedback on the podcast or feedback on what we talked about, like also I'm so Yeah, or if you want to hear anything specific like from Adrian and I, hey, I really liked when you honed in on the manifestation stuff. Like, can you guys do that again or whatever? Absolutely. Like, yes. Let us know. Okay, so everyone go follow her. Go gas her up in the comments and like rate and review her Thanks. podcast subscribe listen to ours you know the drill also like love you taylor so everyone <laughs> gonna like gas her the heck up so even though cute. you already do um please follow me on instagram at tk's juicy poll so you can vote in the polls because without you the pod wouldn't be a thing yeah. and please go leave some reviews on my podcast and screenshot them and dm them to me so we can like chat and i can like gas you up too maybe yeah, yeah. i don't know anyway thank you so much for listening today's episode is brought to you by angie Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.